0: are now listening to the playmaker podcast what's good family this is the playmaker podcast i'm your host reggie coleman
1: i'm your co-host nikita (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) Thomas. first of all i laugh because why is your voice so (laughs) cheap it's your host reggie coleman like what every episode i try to
0: i try to switch my voice up on the intro oh
1: okay excuse me suave it's reggie coleman (laughs)
0: This is the Playmaker Pop. Sorry. sorry. Um, First and foremost, we want to thank Baja Banks um, for joining us on our last episode. She shared some of her story, how she got into the rap game, what Mm she's doing now, her uh, swimwear line that she dropped, and her video that she dropped with Chance the Rapper. So we want to thank her. Make sure y'all go tune into that episode, episode 59. Um, Let us know what you think about it. And um, once again, we want to thank all our Chicago listeners, um, because she is from Chicago. So we, we appreciate y'all, and we hope y'all enjoy that episode and also our future episodes. So what's good, Keita? What's new? What's new?
1: I haven't bought a pair of sneakers in two weeks. That is and, In Incorporate the claps in that, by the way. Um, yeah, you know, I'm growing. Um, nah, no, no, for for no cap. Yeah, I haven't been buying any sneakers, um, you know. I've been trying to be smarter with my finances. Um, yeah, I haven't been buying any sneakers. Um, I've really just been chilling, relaxing, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, I think the last episode I told you guys I was going to therapy, so that's going great. Um, I will suggest that for anyone, and just in general, just even if you feel like your life is like, I wouldn't say perfect, but even though you feel like you're on a good path, it's nice to talk to somebody um, yeah, so that's going great. you know. I've let been me, hanging in there. Let go me ahead. jump
0: in real quick, talking about therapy and whatnot. um mm-hmm. as black people, I can talk to this, and we can talk to this because we we are black um most people don't wanna go to therapy because mm-hmm. they look at it as, look at it as a sign of like a weakness or like they don't want to talk to a stranger, but many times a lot of people need somebody outside of their family and friends to just vent to. And it's not even yeah. what they say back. It's just getting it off your chest and yeah. and speaking to somebody because if you hold some things in too long, something may happen along the line down your life and one thing is going to trigger you and you gonna probably overreact because of all the emotions and mm-hmm. feelings and everything that's going on inside that you didn't release because you're afraid to go to therapy or if it, even if you don't want to pay for therapy, find that person that you, you trust and you know, they won't tell you, I don't want to call them deepest, darkest secrets, but mm-hmm. like things you would never tell somebody, yeah. find that person and, and just vent to them and just tell them how you feel, what's been going mm-hmm. on, how your day going, how your week going, yeah. how, you doing good, you doing bad, just, just getting it out because the longer you hold it in, the the worse you're gonna feel and it's that's just bad for your health. So I, I appreciate you sharing, one, that you you do go to therapy and I'm glad it's going well. And yeah. two, like people, especially in our culture, need to know that it's okay if you if you hurt and if you go on through things. You mm-hmm. gotta find that outlet to a positive outlet, yeah. To Better your life and just make you feel better, whether it's that day or for the week. Like, yeah, we just need to take care of our health mentally and physically.
1: I agree, yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. And uh, to piggyback off what Dred said, yeah, prior to you know, um, losing King Ab, I thought of we both thought about therapy, me and him, you know, because at the end of the day. You want to be your best self going into a situation of, you know, marriage or et cetera, et cetera, especially if you've been with your partner for a long time. So we, this is things we talked about. So unfortunately he's no longer here, but I know the type of time that we on. And I know he would want to, he would push me in this direction to talk to somebody and let them know how I'm feeling because, you know, I'm not a professional on grief. Um, but, you know, I'm six months into this and I've learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about, um, you know, toxic traits that you can take on if you don't get the proper help, if you don't get the proper, um, if, if you don't talk to somebody and express how you feeling. So, you know, I would definitely suggest it, you know, just, just, it's just a, a good thing to have somebody to talk to and vent to and express yourself. Cause I'm the type of person I don't like to put a lot on my friends, so I don't always want to tell them, you know, how I'm feeling, which is not I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's a good thing. You should want to express yourself to your friends. But I don't want them to worry about me. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I was telling my therapist a little bit, you know, to get into it a little bit. You know, I don't want to put like, you know, sadness on them. I don't want them to worry about me. I already know they worry. You know what I'm saying? It's a given, you know, you, you go through a traumatic time in your life. Your friends are going to be worried about you. But I don't want them to be, you know, I don't want it to be extreme worry. You know what I'm saying? I want them to know, you know, every day I'm I'm pushing myself to be better. Every day I'm pushing myself to, you know, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Grief is something that's inevitable. You're going to go through it in some capacity. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, I'm not a, a professional on it. I'm only six months in pertaining to this situation. But what I could tell you is it is gonna get better. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't tell you that six months ago. So I'm telling you the guy's honest truth. If you if anyone out there lost somebody, a mother, father, best friend, anybody that was close to you, I'm telling you the truth is gonna get better. You know what I'm saying? But you're gonna have moments where you feel, you know, you're gonna feel bad. You know what I'm saying? But you know what my therapist told me is you gotta take it like this. The much, the much sadness that you put out there to yourself, like if you're sad and you're going through it, that's just the the level of love you have for that person. So if you feel like, man, I'm crying a lot. Well, you got to put it on the the scale of that's just how much love you have for that person. And that's the impact they had on your life. So at some moments, you're just going to feel that way because, you know, somebody that was important to you was taken away. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it's going to get better. And like Rich said, you know, it's nice to talk to people about what you're going through. You know, you don't want to carry baggage that you can have relief and talk to somebody about, you know, you don't want to carry that, you know, you know, 90 babies. We're about to be 30 now, you know what I'm saying? So oh. now we're getting into points, serious stepping stones in our lives, you know, maybe marriage, maybe kids, maybe you want to do a business venture, a lot of serious things that require a lot of a thought and a lot of seriousness. And you want to be prepared for that. You want to have a clear mind for that. You don't want no baggage into that, you know? So, you know, that's just my little tidbit, um, on therapy i think it's a good look
0: that was good that was good and to all our listeners that may be dealing with something like we said don't be afraid to reach out to somebody whether it's somebody that's in that profession or one of your friends that you know you can uh-huh. talk to them about anything and they it's like a judgment-free zone and you know they won't tell anybody else yeah when y'all get in an argument or y'all have a disagreement they won't oh Oh, Kita said this. Red said this. They won't do that. That's the type of friend you need to go to Thanks. to to vent, or just seek out a professional. There's many out there, and um, because you don't want to walk around every day of your life feeling down, moping. Like mm. it, it's it's we gotta live every day like it's our last. And I know that's cliche to say, but yeah, we gotta live it like it's no tomorrow because you never know what's gonna happen. Never so. Know. If you want to start that business, like we always say, you want to start that business, do it. Write it down in your in your notepad. Mm-hmm. Make a plan. Like get it together because we not getting younger. Key to already spread our business. The '90s baby is about to be 30. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: well, I'm 30. Mm, well, yeah. I'm almost there. Yeah, you are almost there. We right there. So,
0: so yeah. For all those people that do reach out to people and do have somebody to talk to, we mm-hmm. we, we clap for y'all <laughs> because that that's. That's a big deal because a lot of people, like I said before we get off this topic, they don't—they're either too much, they have too much pride, or they just think their friends or their peer group is going to judge them. Like at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you Mm -hmm. by uh, by any means. So okay, hey, it's a fact. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Okay, Um, let's get it. (laughs) Um, sports. You know, we talk sports on the podcast. Okay,
1: guys. Okay, okay, Laker fans, relax. I was trolling the other day. Okay, I knew y'all wasn't gonna lose, but I I get enjoyment out of trolling Laker fans very much.
0: Sorry, shout <laughs> out to so, Cole.
1: Yeah, I get enjoyment out of trolling Laker fans. Um, I've been watching a lot of NBA more than I more than normal because there's really nothing else on TV to watch. Um, so the Lakers, um, in my opinion, I thought in the beginning it should. It, it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. So I see that going the same. Um, I love to hear that. Is Westbrook getting paid by the Lakers? I don't. He's just, oh my goodness.
0: I'll get to that. But listen, listen, listen.
1: That's my, y'all know this. If y'all listen to other episodes, y'all know this. Y'all know how much I rock with Westbrook.
0: About 20 episodes or so ago, <laughs> Keita mentioned that the Houston Rockets was, was her team. <laughs> 20 episodes later, she talking about, she will know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to live and you learn. You live and you learn, you make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't have an NBA team. And it's just like, it's hard because, you you know, a lot of people that got NBA teams, they've been rocking with them for a minute. That's the team. Well, I was a Laker fan, more so a Kobe fan. So I didn't feel like my transition to be a Laker fan was going to be accepted because LeBron got there. So I felt like people would be like, oh, no, you a bandwagon. So then i just felt like i was just a free agent on a chopping block so now i'm just a i just watch for fun and troll laker fans i love it i love to troll laker fans and that's the enjoyment that i get but yeah the lakers and, and rockets series is going exactly how i expected i, I expected to be a gentleman's sweep um yeah i just expect it to be a gentleman's sweep lebron's going to be lebron um ad has too many mismatches in my opinion that he can attack oh uh, like every every matchup is a mismatch whether it is strength whether it is his height um so i and i enjoy it i enjoy seeing post players in a post which is rare you know i enjoy seeing ad on a block cooking i enjoy that you know which is rare because a lot of these big men are now extended but yeah like i said i expected it to be a gentleman's suite. nothing is surprising me um a little bit is surprising me is, is the rockets defense has been you Know is it, it at moments has been good, better than I expected, but um, overall, yeah, like I said, this is a gentleman's suite and it's still going to be a gentleman's suite. So, what about you? You're like this your team, so how do you think they look?
0: Listen, 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 <laughs> listen. listen. I, ain't gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it too much, but <laughs> but LeBron looks great, facts, and and we we through. say it all the time like <clears throat> he's. Uh, I'm probably gonna get his age wrong. He's might be 36 now, 37. Oh, he's 37. I think 37 and Mm -hmm. still playing above the rim, still playing. That's what taking care of your body looks like, guys. Looks like, and and I'm not saying everybody that's 37. I'm talking about professionals. Everybody that's 37, they they don't look like LeBron as we see with many different players. But to an extent, if you take care of your body, if you eat the right things,
1: they say he's 35.
0: Second guess myself. It's like nah, but um, if you take care of your body and you eat the right things and you you give your body the right nutrients and whatnot, mm-hmm. it can look similar. Not like LeBron because he's just a different breed. But listen, LeBron is hooping, AD is hooping, Thanks. Rondo is hooping, Kuzma out there playing defense and hustling. You gotta l- love to see that yep. and. They got they like girlfriends, wives there, so they got that little added motivation. Some speaking up. the whole bubble, speaking about the whole bubble, but um, on the other side, Houston, like we said twenty some episodes ago, they play that small ball. I don't, I don't see the they, they will never win playing the small ball way, like especially against this Laker team where AD is the center. Yeah,
1: I think the small ball comes into effect when the matchups when you can exploit a matchup, but the matchup is getting exploited on them now because sometimes you got PJ Tucker guarding AD. Then sometimes you got Jeff Green guarding AD. And then those are just mismatches. And there is no offense to those guys because both of those guys are strong uh, defenders and there's no knock on them. But AD seven foot As soon as he do a, any type of spin move, whatever and shoot over you as a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Anytime he get any type of footing in the paint is a bucket. So at the end of the day, it's like it's nothing you can do. This is Houston's last go round. I don't don't know what they do going forward. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you can't build a championship team around James Harden, but I, I just I'm not a. I'm glad I'm not a, a <laughs> in a position I have to because I feel like it's a difficulty. Like I don't know what you do. You brought one of the best guards to Houston. Still not seem like you still can't get over the hump. So I'm confused by where, where where do you go from here? You know what I'm saying?
0: You go, I'll tell you where they go from here. I said it last <laughs> I don't know if that was last season because COVID messed my mind up. I'll tell
1: you where we go from here. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead.
0: Mike, their coach, Mike D'Antoni, over. has to go. Uh-huh. When when like when are you gonna make changes? Switch gears a little bit real quick. Billy Donovan and the Thunder coach, they they couldn't agree on a, a, a contract. He just they damn near beat the Rockets. They weren't they had a one point three percent chance of making yep. the playoffs. They ended up being the sixth seed, I think, or maybe fifth. And they can't come to an agreement. There's probably something else behind closed doors, but that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you got Mike and Tony Playing the same type of way. And they always <laughs> lose in the second round. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Houston Houston is done. Lakers will play the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. And on the Eastern side, real quick, mm. I, I can't wait to see. I'm jumping ahead, but I can't wait to see Boston play uh, Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's going to that's be, that's be good.
1: That's going to be really good. I, and I can't wait to see these two coaches. They're both great coaches in their own. It's gonna be like a chess match. Yeah, it's gonna be, and it's gonna be great to see. And I don't know how to play chess. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> now I think about it, but I think it's gonna be great to see both of these coaches in this position where I I don't think a lot of people thought they would be because both of these coaches are more similar similar than different. Both of these play both of these coaches have superstar players at one point on their teams. And if, you, and if you was an outsider looking in, you would think, dang, there's no way they can get to the quote-unquote promised land again. They don't have the Heat, don't have LeBron, and uh, the Boston doesn't have um, Kyrie, and et cetera, et cetera. But it shows you how these coaches put these players in position to be great, and and and, and we're going to see. I think the series go to seven. I think both of these teams are really good. But I think it boils down to the veterans, and I and I would probably have to give it to Miami. I think Jimmy being this close to the finals, you're going to see an animal. Like, he's going to be so turned up because mm-hmm. you're so close. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're, you're so close. So I think it's going to boil down to the veterans, and I think Miami is going to pull it out.
0: Facts. Um before we switch gears a little bit, what do you think about Steve Nash being named the coach of the Nets? Mm-hmm. Over like media is trying to make it look like white privilege, mm-hmm. there's black coaches that should have gotten or gotten it or mm-hmm. should have gotten at least an interview like Tyron mm-hmm. Lue, Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. um it was somebody else I can't remember right now, but what do you think about Kim that? Cussell. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um this is just the day and age that we're in. It's not shocking to me. You know what I'm saying? It's not shocking to me that Steve Nash got this opportunity. What's shocking to me is that we're still making a big deal out of these coaches, these Caucasian coaches getting the privilege. This is just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Until a point where some of these players step, like if they said that Katie and these guys agreed upon it, then that's that's it. If they wanted a different type of coach, then they would have stood for a different type of coach. They wanted Steve Nash. And so at the end of the day, this is not the first. I know they try to – this is what they're making it seem, but Jason Kidd, did he have coaching experience before he got the job? mm So, you know, it's moments where we get our chances too. Yeah, it seems like we got to be assistant coaches for a long time and stuff like that. It seems that way because that's just it. that's just the truth. But – maybe just these jobs just ain't the jobs for those coaches. I want I want these coaches to, to be in positions where they if they fail, they'll get the opportunity to fix it and not just okay, you want the nets. Cuz Steve Nash going to get a ch- opportunity to fix whatever happens. But Mark Jackson, oh, one year oh, they not they they struggling, oh you're done. I want them to be in positions where they could flourish in an organization and and stay there. I don't I was, want it to be flimsy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't want them to, oh, let's just give them a chance, just to give them a chance, but then they're done after one year.
0: I will say this. It's like, I look at it two ways. The first way is like, Steve Nash is a great candidate because he was a great coach on the floor as a basketball player, as a point guard. Mm-hmm. So him having the high IQ that he does mm-hmm. um Knowing the game, Correct. knowing players, he asked Kyrie mm-hmm. to teach. Mm-hmm. And then he, had, he he wasn't a coach with uh, Golden State, but he was, like, behind the scenes working with Klay, working with Steph Curry, working with KD. So he already has a relationship with KD. Mm-hmm. So I get why, okay, he was plugged in. Without, like, you hearing his name about being in the coaching uh situation Mm -hmm. so i get it on that point on 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 the flip side is like is it white privilege i wouldn't call it that but these white coaches speaking of right now steve nash who he hasn't coached yet so but steve kerr with the warriors he's being put in a great situation to succeed Mm -hmm. and whereas you look at the black coaches most of the times they don't get that coaching job that's already... They have a, a one-two punch that's already solidified. They mm-hmm. go to the the team that was had 20 wins on a season, rebuilding, constantly rebuilding. And they, they, they try to... Yeah, they hire them for those jobs so they can try to fix that organization, but mo- more times than not, it's not going to happen because nobody wants to go to that market or that team. So then after year two or three... You know, they get fired and by them being fired, then they go back to the the white coach and that coach is able to maybe get four or five years doing the same thing with the same team, losing the same amount of games, but have a longer tenure. Correct. And I want to I'm not making this a race thing, but that's it is what it is at this Mm -hmm. point. Like people need to stop being surprised at how our cards are are dealt to us mm-hmm. we got to play the cards that we were dealt and make it work like mm-hmm. it's always been harder on, on us as black people mm-hmm. in the world like it ain't gonna change it's until probably we, never... until
1: we get into those positions where exactly. we can make the change
0: when the owners are our the, are yeah, black men yeah. black women. correct absolutely like, that's when that's when change comes and, and
1: it's gonna come it's
0: gonna come mm-hmm. probably five ten years because i see I know Kevin Garnett is trying to buy buy the Timberwolves. I know LeBron's probably most likely going to try to buy a team. Mm-hmm. There's many players that that's
1: where it's gonna. That's where the ship's gonna happen.
0: And then, you, then you, when that happens, you employ your own people. And not saying you you not employ white people, but you make sure you employ your people first because mm-hmm. that's what that's what it's about. That's what wealth is, and that's how people get wealthy. And not just speaking on money, but it's just. That's what we need to do as as people, like put our people on, stop hating on other people. That's I'm just hard. switching gears a little bit, but <laughs> it's like, why are you hating on the next black man, black woman that's doing something great? How about you support them and like we both can be great at the same time? Yep. That's just
1: my bad. <laughs> okay. Little 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 smidget, WNBA talk the playoffs for the oh, WBA. Uh Got my start September little. 15th. As you guys know, I'm a big WNBA fan. So, um, yeah, WNBA playoffs start. So if you guys are not aware, the WNBA does the top eight teams makes the playoffs. And there's no East West. You get what I'm saying? The best teams, the best eight teams with the best record make the playoffs. Um, so right now, uh, the Seattle storm has the number one, uh, Las Vegas aces. That's my pick to win the WNBA title this year. Um, uh, Sparks number three, Minnesota Lynx number four, Phoenix Mercury five, Chicago Sky six, Connecticut Sun seven. Then you have a three-way playoff hunt with the Dallas Wings, Washington Mystics, and Atlanta Dream. The Dallas Wings are seven and twelve. The Washington Mystics are six and thirteen, and the Atlanta Dream are five and fourteen. It's going to be very interesting to see who makes the playoffs because Atlanta Dreams started off rough for them. And they're playing really good basketball. I would like to see them get in because I, I like the story. I like the rookie. I like uh, my 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 pick for most improved player, Laney. Yeah, so it's going to be very very interesting to see who makes the playoffs, um, the last eight spot. But yeah, I have my pick. It, it goes back and forth. Like I said in the beginning, I I like the Las Vegas Aces, but I would love 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 to see Candace Parker win another ring, and I feel like. You know the Sparks are talented enough to do it. Um, they got some some young players that are really good, and I feel like they they definitely can get it done. So the playoffs start pretty soon. I'm excited to see um, how it turns out. The WNBA has been really fast. You know, I watch some games and I'm like, dang, we the season done already. Even if you are not a big fan of the WNBA, the seasons they, they go fast. That's just how it is, and it's not all, it's never been like this with the NBA plan as well. You know, so it went really fast. You know, but I'm looking forward to seeing who pulls out the championship. As excited as I am to see who wins in the in the NBA as well, so be on the lookout for the WNBA playoffs uh, starting September 15th. That's just a little love to the WNBA.
0: I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. I haven't. I watched a couple games. I haven't watched many, but I do. I did see obviously the Sparks play the mm-hmm. Storm. Yep. Um, yep. I think the Storm is going to win. They're nasty, aren't
1: they? Do they remind you a little bit of the San Antonio Spurs that yes. they play? Yeah,
0: yeah. You got Sue. You got yep. Brianna Stewart. Yep. I forget the other the other girl name.
1: Uh, Jewel Lloyd.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Like
1: she's coming into her own. I
0: think they, that's my prediction for WNBA. That's N- a good prediction. NBA, y'all, y'all already know what it is. The Clippers, huh? <laughs> the Lakers. But um, before we about to switch gears, y- you. I should have asked you before, but do you did you watch do you watch P Valley yet?
1: Do you watch it?
0: So that means you do. Yeah, but so I, never, I started it I late. didn't know
1: dudes watched it.
0: So Leah, if y'all have been listeners listeners for a while now, that's my girlfriend. For sure. Um, she said, let's watch this. And at first, I'm like, Oh no. I'm not watching that. Miss.
1: Yeah, for sure. I get it.
0: I understand it. So the first episode, I was just laying on the couch. Chilling. On my phone, though, because at the same time we was watching, a game was on. I forget who was. So I was watching a game on my phone, but, like, half watching the TV mm-hmm. in P-Valley. So I'm, like, I'm peeking back and forth. And, mm-hmm. and then I started getting into it. I'm, like, okay, this is a pretty good show outside of all the, you know.
1: It's a little spicy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Like, when did this come out?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but... Uh... <laughs> Shout out to my best friend (laughs) that she put me on. So I'm watching it. It's it's just a very, very interesting show. It's just a very interesting show. There's so many different facets and dynamics of the show that that I just never thought you could put all that together and still have a successful show because of the climate that we live in. Um, You know, I never thought that you can have, you know, Men that portray certain characters, and, and it's not an uncomfortability. You know what I'm saying? It's not, in my opinion, they're not doing too much, in the sense of they're not over the top. You know what I'm saying? It's still in a, in a tone where you could still understand the storyline on the show, and that's not the basis of the show. So when you explain the show to somebody, you don't have to say, "Well, this person is." No, you can explain the show in a way that people could still understand, and then if they watch it, then they could see. The, the layers come about to each character, but you don't have to explain it. Oh, this is a, a show about homosexuality. No, you watch it and you can understand it, but it's not the basis of it. And they're not, that's not what's carrying the show. If you and know I'm what not I'm all the
0: way caught up. So don't, I don't know if you caught up. Like, I, I don't oh, know. No, I'm not going, I'm not going. Cause don't. a
1: lot of people might've not caught up. Cause the season finale just came out last. So we're mm. not going to do you like power people. Have you watched that?
0: I did. How about you?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I didn't expect to enjoy it. I thought it was going to
0: be... Tr- my same words, like, you just took them <laughs> I didn't think it was... I thought it was going to be my like trash. Tra- trash. <laughs> but,
1: but it was really, really good. Yeah. And I think the part that made it really, really good is how much Tyreek is just like Goose. <laughs> just yeah. like him. Even and, when in the previews.
0: But I will say this. It's not really a spoiler, but Tyreek got to stop running everywhere. He just every, he just runs everywhere, like, <laughs> slow down why you always late
1: (laughs) that boy always late no yeah so yeah even in the previews when they show you like previews of what's going on Mm. he the same as ghosts know how to manipulate women know how to manipulate situations could lie on the spot devious don't really care about people's feelings just like ghosts
0: yeah, so but make sure y'all y'all check that out because Fact. I was surprised. I know
1: I like I married I love I enjoyed it.
0: I would be on Twitter. They were surprised. Facebook, you know, they like to ruin stuff. So, yeah, so don't go I, I went on after I watched it, but mm-hmm. they were surprised. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, also, our shy family. You know they just renewed for season four. Shout okay. out to to y'all, our Chicago uh listeners.
1: Yeah, we're we're basically we're like a part of the show now. You know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. we interviewed a couple people. We're not trying to brag or nothing, Keisha. You know, we'll probably have a, we'll
0: probably try to get a couple more on since they did renew the season. Bring a couple of the, the our old interviewees back on um, yep. to see what's going on, see how they feel about season four, or whatnot. Um,
1: yeah, that's gonna be dope. To see how the writers figure that out because season three was, in my opinion, was a good season. So how do they top that? It's gonna be very yeah. interesting to see. What
0: is Keisha gonna do?
1: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you wanna no. be a voiceover so bad. <laughs> like what's going on today? Next but uh, on. but uh,
0: <laughs> next on the play Mirror Sorry, no. That's but, pretty good. But let's um let's let's give some advice to, I don't know. I'll start it off so you can get what I'm trying to say. My advice is to, like, I don't know if they listen to our podcast, but I'm going to still give it out. You know, y'all can share it with whoever y'all want to. But for the kids, whether they be young or the college kids going back to school or oh, not, yeah. make sure y'all focus. A lot of people are virtual, but mm-hmm. some are in mm-hmm. person. So um, regardless, though, take take your, your education seriously, mm-hmm. especially now, because I think it, it's harder being home. I never did it, but. Being home and being mm-hmm. in a school situation' cause my my focus is everywhere else, and I agree to not be in school at a desk in front of the teacher, like live,
1: yeah, I know it's tough,
0: but instead at your home, I'm sure your your parents probably set up a desk for you and whatnot, you got your laptop, but Doing it's just they can't hear. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same, and it's I think it's probably harder to learn the material because. You gotta hit up the teacher certain times, like
1: it's not that one-on-one connection, yeah.
0: It's like so you gotta pay attention even more, and I know it's harder to pay attention when you're at home on mm-hmm. a laptop. So make sure y'all y'all lock in um, this year because this year can change where you go and where you headed, or it can it can backtrack you and push you back and Correct. and delay what you want to do because mm-hmm. you lost focus. You um didn't take it seriously because you're at home. Yeah, you know you can get academic scholarships. It, it ain't just sports. Like correct, absolutely. there's so many academic scholarships. So why not get that free money? Go to school for free. Save your your parents, your family some money,
1: and yourself um, some debt. You know, for you know, real. You know, we you know we, if, we, we ain't talk it.
0: about that in a while. But yeah,
1: we're talking to our high school kids and kids is younger. So we're like you in college. In college, we're like you, like your, your aunt and your, your uncle. Okay. You you turned up cuz I'm still I know how to do all the dance moves. I'm turned up. I'm I'm in tune. But what Reg is saying is guys, just take it serious, you know. Hold yourself accountable. If you know that being on the computer, you're less likely to be focused, you know, give yourself a pep talk. This is what I told my little cousin. She was like, "Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the virtual school." I said, "This is what you do. You go you, t- you go home, take your shower, go to bed. On your mind be positive. Have like, "Okay, it's going to be great. Virtual school is going to go great." I'm focused. You got to put yourself into the mindset that you're going to succeed. Because as you go into school, as the years go by, as you go up a grade and grade to grade, the responsibility falls on you. The the further you go in your education, it falls on you. How important are you going to take your education? How important are you going to focus? How important are you going to make sure that you don't have distractions distracting you from your ultimate goal? Like Rich said, there's a lot of scholarships out there, and it's not just for athletes. You know what I'm saying? High GPA is important. You know what I'm saying? Holding yourself accountable is important. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you need to be in a different environment, like, hey mom, my room having a desk in my room, I'm more likely to maybe want to play my video game. Can we move it to the living room? You know, you know, you know what you need to do to put yourself in the right position. And I know this is abnormal. But just like Reg said, take it on. Push yourself. You can do it. You can really push yourself into the right direction to be positive and and understand that this is just something that's temporary, and and it's for your best interest. You know what I'm saying? It's for your best interest, for your safety. Now, for the kids that are going back to school, be mindful. As Soon as you're going to school, go to the bathroom, wash your hands. Be In smart. The school, be smart. Wear your mask. Make sure you. Uh, Stay away from, from crowds don't be in crowds parties is what exactly. i really mean exactly be smart you know what i'm saying be distant from people make sure you're paying attention in school um just the same things that we're telling the kids that's just uh, strictly virtual just be smart be mindful you know what i'm saying wash your hands keep distance just if you if you forget just write it down when i go into school this morning i'm gonna go and i'm gonna wash my hands I'm going to go sit at the desk. I'm going to wipe the desk down. Wipe your seat down. They're probably already doing that. But if you want to be a little bit more cautious, you do it. If you feel like the school is not as is on it, tell your parents. You know what I'm saying? You got to be mindful of your safety as well. You know, So all the kids out there, I know this is not the ideal situation. But you're going to be so much more prepared when you do go back to school in a classroom you're going to be so more grateful to see your teachers. You know, your behavior is going to shift because when you when so- something is taken away from you, you know, you're going to you're going to be excited to get it back. So once you be able to be in that classroom again with your teacher and your friends and stuff, you're going to be more likely to be thankful for that. You know, so just push yourself and you know, I know it's not the ideal situation, but just try to stay as positive as possible.
0: That was good. I'll do what I can. <laughs> but um this is the shout-out segment of our show oh, before yeah. we wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. See the different voice I made? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> so I got I got a couple shout-outs. Shout out my first shout-out is to my boy France out in Italy getting wins, dunking on people. I know, uh, like, first it, of all, France, I said, mm, like, you
1: just gonna bounce like that? That's how
0: you just go. It's acting exactly, totally different. <laughs> totally. But um shout out to him. He's been a pro for want to say eight years now maybe seven seven. but um so and that's a different type of grind um mentally and physically like you're away from your family for eight months out of or nine months out of the the year like i'm sure it's times where he over there thinking like how long how much longer do i want to do this being away from my family missing Mm -hmm. birthdays missing holidays like but it's 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 what he's committed to and i and i commend him for that because he could have left 3 years ago 4 years ago but he's sticking to what he calls this is my dream that's his slogan um and that's what he lives by so i appreciate him not only because he's my brother but because he's sticking to what he always planned to do and of course everybody wants to make the nba but overseas is still professional basketball and at the end of it at the end of the day excuse me he's getting paid to do what he loves so shout out to my boy Franz and one more shout out to all the listeners who continually like tune into our podcast we appreciate y'all For sure. um cuz you don't have to but i see the same i can't see the actual people but i see the numbers where where they're from and it's the same people every episode and i appreciate y'all um and if y'all do want to reach out and let us know who you are feel free to do so by, on our instagram the playmaker podcast um, sure. i'll get to that later um, but yeah, shout out to y'all for continuing to listen, support, um, subscribe to everything that we doing, and um we got some news for y'all a little later after Keita's shout outs.
1: <laughs> um, so I wanna give a shout out to um uh King Ev's brother. His name is Najee, he celebrated a birthday, he turned twenty, so I wanna give a big, big shout out to him. Also, Devon's mom celebrated a birthday. So I want to give a big shout out to her, Miss Clinicia. I appreciate the love and support you guys continue to give me. And last but not least, uh, Devon's nephew Lauren celebrated celebrates her first birthday today. Um, so I just want to give him a big shout out. Uh, one years old, he's an amazing young guy, and I'm just looking forward to him growing and. You know, me uh being able to tell stories about Devon how much she loved and cared about him. And um my last shout out would be to my friends. Uh my friend Lorena is starting a podcast with two of yeah, her friends yeah. called Life After Twenty-Five. And it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. So that's the Facebook page, Life After Twenty-Five. Three young women all in different spectrums of life are gonna talk to you about how life is after twenty-five. You got one that's married. When as a, a teacher, uh, Lorena, you know, she a businesswoman, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to get all type of information that, you, that you're that you going to be able to navigate to see how life is really after 25. You're going to get the real deal, the nitty gritty. They're not going to hold back really articulate women. So you're going to get a really, really, really good perspective on what life is really like after 25. And who knows? I may stop in and show love on an episode. You never know.
0: I'm sure you will. Um, but Shout out to Lorena. You know we go way back. School, high school days. Um,
1: Should I put the throwback picture? Oh no, I ain't gonna do that. I was gonna put the high school picture of me, Reg. because like, if y'all want to see Reg how he looked in high school, that's up to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> y'all want to see handle beard? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, the hair wasn't quick, like this.
0: But. Quick story about high school and no beard. As <laughs> I senior year, I was just growing my beard. Okay. Probably like February ish. Cut. My my beard just growing. I'm like yes. Fast forward to I guess June you graduate and they say they make an announcement like all guys have to shave their facial hair if you want to graduate and walk down uh for you know graduation. In my mind I I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I wish I can see my like reaction when they <laughs> said that. When I cut the facial hair off, I didn't even, I didn't even like how I looked anymore. <laughs> but that's another story, but um yeah Shout out to Lorena We go way back Life
1: After 25 podcast Coming really 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 soon Uh, Life After 25 that's the Instagram Life After 25 that's the um, Facebook The Facebook as well So go in there They're asking questions Uh, You can answer questions about Topics they're going to talk about And um, just be on the lookout for that It's going to be dope
0: That's dope man Um, Facts So yeah I said we have some news for y'all So First and foremost you know, it's, we're approaching fall. Are we in fall yet?
1: Officially? It's coming. I think so. Yeah. You know,
0: they give certain dates of, but whatever. Fall is coming. It's getting colder outside, so we will, <laughs> we will be, you know, dropping some things on our website. I'm not gonna say exactly what we're dropping, but we're dropping some some things that'll keep you warm, um, and have you looking, you know, fly if if you want to do that too. Well, Why um, wouldn't
1: want to look fly, Rich?
0: Warm or fly and, or warm and or fly. It's
1: drip. drip. That's what the kids say nowadays. Yeah. So
0: drip. to know what we have going on, make sure y'all, you know, join our mailing list on our website at www.theplaymakerpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, when you log into our website, a prompt will pop up. You put your email in and, boom. and, and you'll receive an exclusive promo code. Um you like the exclusive promo code, so yeah. If you if you want that promo code, I love. I know we love some discounts, so okay. You know, if you want a discount, make sure you join our mailing list, and Thanks. you know we'll be dropping something very soon on the website. Also, follow us on you know all our social media accounts: mm-hmm. the Playmaker Podcast, the Playmaker Pod on Twitter, ready Facebook, to be on Twitter. Facebook is the <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do. I need to tweet more. But um, <laughs> I just I don't have time. I do have time. But um, <laughs> Facebook is the Playmaker Podcast. Kita can tell hers. You know, yeah, um, Queen, Queen Kita, 14.
1: King, Queen Kita fourteen, and Kita the Playmaker. I need to start posting on there as well. Um, yeah. So just show love. You know, let us know what what you guys would like us to talk about when we do our episodes. It's just me and Rich. Um, if you have somebody you would like us to interview, you know, slide in the DMs and let us know.
0: It goes. Nah, sorry. Here you go. But um, before before I uh, wrap this up, next what's today's date? Next Hi. week we'll be dropping a episode, God willing, um, with a former NFL player. You know, turned uh like trainer ish, uh-huh. a football trainer now. So be on the lookout for that. That should be good. Yep. Um, he played for the Vikings. So if you want to try to guess. Be my guest.
1: I'm, bars, come on, Reggie. Oh my chill, god. Chill, chill, chill. And I'm
0: not, I'm not gonna put her on the spot now. She was supposed, was supposed to give us bars today, but it can be next week or the week after. I'm not rushing her, but I'm just telling her. Um, so yeah, if, I think that's all we got today.
1: <laughs> bars next episode.
0: All day, every day. This is episode sixty of the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman.
1: I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe Thomas.
0: Until next week. Be blessed. Peace. Visit our website at theplaymakerpodcast.com and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify.